everybody. What's going there? on, my people? Almost forgot that the mic was right here. <laughs> Microphone's <Oops>. going. <laughs> here we are at the uh, whiskey of the year. Yeah, the end of 2023. What a good year for whiskey. Wow. Lots going on. Lots of new distilleries popping up. Mm-hmm. The U.S. is on fire with new distilleries. And once again, all the new whiskey that has come out, we have yet reviewed most of the things that we've got in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and even in 2022. <laughs> it's just so hard to keep up with. Right. Right. Like I was thinking, you know, as I was putting this list together of runners-up mm-hmm. for this, I've got whiskeys on this list that I've had sitting on the shelf all this year. I've been drinking them, but I haven't had a chance to get them on this podcast. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So, before we kick off the uh, the announcement of our yeah. runners-up and picks, I thought it'd be fun to look at some of the stats for our podcast because we've been doing this almost two years and yeah. in 40 days it'll be like two years yeah so let's look at some of the stats like what our most popular episodes are mm-hmm. what our least popular episodes are um you know who's what what states are really into our podcast and what states aren't what states haven't heard them um what countries that's mm-hmm. that sort of thing. nice let me just uh, pull... Uh, and this will all be new to me because Dylan has all the stats. Yeah, because I have not really shared this with you at all. So I, it'll be fun. You can guess oh, which yeah. one is uh, our number one or, or you know, in, in which area. All right. So let me pull... Oh, I should have pulled this up beforehand, right? Okay. Let me go to all time... Stats all time. And you will be able to see. I'm going to show you a chart. That chart is our podcast since the beginning. And you notice the uh, kind of the slope, the trend. Yeah. The trend is (laughs) like we started, it started kind of consistent and then went down and then up. Yeah. And then down, 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 down up a little down and then whoop it peaked yeah and then it had this little mid-level and now it's rising up again yeah a lot of ups and downs but now that's kind of like the minute by minute right at least we're consistent look at the the overall trend from the very beginning to the to the end it's got it's got a slope upward yeah it does it's sloping up about a 20 20 degree angle over time Huh. Wow. And so that's good. Well, I don't blame the steepness of like, what, August 2022. I think that was like our first year doing it. We're so new at things. And then we didn't manage our time right. Right. And plus, we're like, hey, you know what? To loosen us up a little bit, let's have some cocktails. And then we were like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Horrible. But now, yeah, I, I will say that we're a little bit more um, professional now. Yeah, we're smarter about and it. And we're—I I don't know—we're just uh, we. Yeah, we seem to have uh, come into our spot a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. August is, you know. Yeah. 
not a whiskey drinking necessarily time yeah. of the year and anyway exactly all right now on to the world countries i won't go i only go to let's start with france i suppose that's probably 10th 10th place as far as what 10th place 10th out of most popular country for our podcast really yeah France. Well, let's see if it's 10. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. It's in 13th place. Then it goes Singapore, Honduras is 11th. <laughs> India, Denmark, Belgium, Ireland, Italy, and now we're into the top five. Top five. Australia is number five. I can see that. Canada, number four. I can see four. that too. Number three, guess. The U.S. No. <laughs> Would that be weird if the U.S. was not number one? Uh, Scotland? You, the U.K. So that oh, okay. includes Ireland. Yeah. Or, no, it doesn't include no. Ireland. It includes uh, Scotland and England. The, so the UK is number three. Germany is number two. Man, we're not even talking about beer like that either. Wow. And if you look at the map of Germany, almost every area in Germany what listens to our podcast. Wow. Shout out to Germany. Like, check it out. I can pull the map up. Wow, that's crazy. That's the map of Germany. And all those areas with color in it yeah, are the areas to that us. have listened to our podcast. Wow. That's nuts. So... Yeah, Germany is really uh, wow. whiskey, scotch, and, and bourbon fans. Must yeah, be. Yeah, must be. Wow. And then, of course, the U.S. is number one. Yeah. So now, state-wise in the U.S., I'll tell you the states who have never listened to any one of our episodes. Virginia. <laughs> really close. West, West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. West Virginia, Connecticut, Vermont, and Idaho. That's it? No, there's oh. three more. Alaska and Hawaii, and both North and South Dakota. Wow. But all the other states are listening. Are in. Wow. <clears throat> that makes me feel good. Yeah, so all those states. Wow. I, I was impressed when I, when I started looking at the stuff. I'm mm -hmm. like, holy cow, that's... That's a lot. Okay, so top five states. Kind of, you know, you look at the. I'm assuming Texas. And it's kind of like it's obvious. It's yeah. kind of obvious. Yeah. Texas. So number five is California. Uh -huh. Number four, Washington. Washington State. Huh? Washington State. Wow. Number three, Virginia. Must be some fans of Joel. Yeah, someone back that, home. Yeah. Number two, Texas. Yeah, we got a lot of fans in Texas. And then number one, Wisconsin. Which, which, which is funny because as much as we blew the heads off Balconis, <laughs> <laughs> which people in Texas yeah. love that. And then we kind of followed up on that. It was like, okay, we were yeah, wrong. We found we were some wrong. stuff. We, yeah, we, we found some we stuff. We definitely that we found some stuff. But um, Wisconsin, huh? Nice. Yeah. I mean, we are home-based here, so that, I guess that makes sense. 
Oh, that's cool. So now the most popular episodes are... Now, some of these are not episodes with content. Mm-hmm. They're just like episodes where we're giving updates or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, update or just This guy got about COVID. Things. This guy got COVID. We're taking a break. So let me give you the top three with actual content, like talking about... Yeah, whiskey. Whiskey. So our third most popular episode is... Eight and Sand and Springbank 15. Wow. That one got... Yeah, that was like right in the beginning. Yeah, that was like the second episode we did. Yes. Uh, the second most popular episode was Writer's Tears, Irish Whiskey, and Four Roses, Single Barrel, Barrel Strength. Okay. Which I did not see that coming. Me either. And we didn't, didn't have a lot to say about Writer's Tears. We were kind of disappointed in Right. But the Four Roses, I think we kind of dove deep into that. That was the barrel yeah. strength one, you said? That was a great one. Yeah, because we yeah. talked about all the recipes and whatnot. Yeah, that was an awesome whiskey. And then uh, Whiskey of the Year 2022, which really doesn't count. And then our number one with content... Because our number one without content is the rating system. Mm, that gotcha. episode, by a landslide, is our number one. Yeah. And I, now that I think about it, I wish we... Maybe we should revisit that and talk. Because we were just kind of like... Kind of nonchalant about it. Yeah, but we, yeah. maybe we could do a little more uh, research. Mm-hmm. And get that better described. I don't know. Like a rating system. Take two. Yeah, take two. And then, guess what our number one episode with content is? Like, what? specific bottles. One of the Balconas? Yeah. I don't know. It's part of that baby blue, huh? Yeah. I knew it. Because I was <laughs> bashing that thing. Uh, <laughs> and Bardstown Discovery Series number four. Oh, yeah. Which is so a delight. that could have had something to do with it, too. Yeah. Wow. But not Scotch. Nothing None. scotch. Yeah. But the yeah. only thing was uh, Springbank. Yeah, which was phenomenal. We talked highly about that bottle. Now, our least favorite episodes. Number three, Evan Williams, 100 Proof, and Aberfeldy, 21. Yeah. I, I can see that. Because with the Aberfeldy, I mean, we both liked it. It's an expensive bottle, but it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah. 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 It, yes, I can uh, it, see why It was you like say we that. were grabbing for screens to say something positive about it. Yeah, it wasn't, a, and it's an expensive whiskey, and yeah. you think it's okay. It's, if it's on this level, it's got to be, mm -hmm. in your mind, it's got to be up to this level, and it was kind of, well, it was, it was anyway. Number two, tw tied for, two of them are tied for second place for our least popular. Is Weller Special Reserve and Cedar Ridge American Single Malt, mm -hmm. and Great Wagon Road Distilling Rua 16 months, 7.5 year single malt, is our tied for our second least popular wow. episode. Yeah, but I loved that episode. Yeah, this is kind of eye opening. That information right there. I mean, it's 
Like Weller, especially, you'd think, oh, people are all laughing about Weller and yeah, after kinda, Weller. I mean, it was only the green label, though. Well, we'll guess, see what could. Guess what our number one least popular episode is? Number one. No, number one most. Yeah. Yeah. I had it right. Number one least popular. Man, you got me. J. Henry Four Four Grain, and Anniversary Blend. What? Yeah. And maybe I, because I, it's got to be down to people. No one's ever heard, heard of, of it, and they're like, oh, "It's not in my state, so yeah, who cares?" J. Henry. Now skip. Yeah. Well, anyway, oh, well. there's your fun facts. It's not gonna it. stop us from doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you're starting with yours. Because you yeah. already poured one of your runners up. Yeah, and then we could drink my. It's not even my runner up. This is my number one. Oh, so we could start drinking the number one. Hey, I would pour my number one if I had it, but I don't have. Yeah, it. we could start drinking my number one when I get close to it, and once you do your list, or you know, do well, what you hear. Yeah, but f- first, before so me and Dill are doing a top five. Um, whiskey of the year um, for 2023 but this is what I wanted to do first I'm going to start off with some distilleries because some of them may not have made my list that I could think of only but one so out of Missouri there's a uh, company called Ben Holiday Distilling Every everything that they make is all Missouri made like all their grain and what have you. Uh-huh. So one of their bottles was big fan uh, of that pro that theory mm-hmm. philosophy. So their Ben Holiday products have been so good. They're like six year bottled and bond products. You know, right there at that fifty dollar to sixty dollar mark. Can't go wrong with it. And now they're starting to do Rick House proof versions of it, like. More high octane stuff, and that's probably about seventy to eighty. It's just a good product that they're they're doing. Um, as a, I don't know how new they are actually. I should have looked up the information. But Ben Holiday out of Missouri, hmm. make sure you check them out because they are doing some fantastic things. And the two Ben Holiday, the soft red wheat. And then just the regular bottling and bond would have been probably on my list if we did a top 10. But after a while, it starts to get hard from there because you're going to have to start moving bottles out and putting this bottle here. And you're like, they all can't make the list. Yeah. You've, which, no, you've had one of their products? Yeah, I have all four of the. Oh, you have all Yeah. Yeah. We just haven't reviewed them yet. Okay. We we should have reviewed them. A while ago, but just never got a chance to do it. That's why I'm mentioning them now because they really have impressed me for the year of uh, 2023. Uh, not distillery of the year, because as you know from this show, I do love this distillery, Bartown Bourbon Company. Uh-huh. Love them, and their two products that came out in 2023 of the Origin series. The high rye bourbon and then the, uh, what is it, the Baldwin and Bond weeded? Hopefully I have that correct because I don't have paper or anything in front of me. Um, $40 
$50 range. So good. So those are the ones that we tasted straight from the straight. barrel. Straight. Cast strength. Yeah, cast strength versions, which I wish they released those instead. But very memorable. Non-cast strength versions. You know, the other one is a 96 and the other one is a 100. Great product for the money. And it's nice to have, like, some bar sound stuff that you don't fear of breaking the bank Mm because usually most of their other products are like 100 and up and Mm -hmm. 150 and up something like that close to 200 dollars (laughs) right but it's nice that they have a product like that and also penelope i love everything that they're doing one of their bottles is actually on my list and i think some of you may know what that one already is but they have so many others that they came out with after that bourbon and they just man they just do cool stuff in penelope and then my number one distillery of the year which i have one of theirs on my list as well is jack daniels man you're talking about a distillery that years ago mm-hmm. when i got into bourbon the only thing that i thought they made was that Not old number, number seven one whiskey it's in my top five one of their okay. products but number one distillery number one distillery just okay. because of what they have done they come out with special le releases i mean they don't call them le's but they're special releases if you're able to find them without the secondary markup usually it's like 70 bucks man to get a good great product um, they have the Elijah Craig, I mean Elijah Craig, they have the Jack Daniels Barrel Proof that you could just walk into any liquor store and get that for 60, 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. High quality bourbon. And now they have these new products, like when they came out with the, the Bottle and Bond, the Triple Mash Bottle and Bond, and then they came out a couple of months ago with the Rye Bottle and Bond, like 30 bucks. And all of them... They're good. Great. They're good. You just can't go wrong with them. And then if you, like I said, if you're able to get their special releases, you're not going to be disappointed at all. They just make good products. I wish we would have had our our chance to get our hands on that single malt that they came out with. Yeah. Never got to try it, but I heard good things about that too. A, a, A company that you thought the only thing they made was 80 proof whiskey. Old number seven, mm-hmm. but they think outside the box now, and I think they're yeah they're probably not getting slapped on, but I think a lot of people that are into bourbon don't give the credit to Jack Daniels that they deserve because was it 2022 when they came out with Coyhill? Yes, yeah, something, yeah. and then it kind of blew up. Yeah, well, yeah. It just from then up. on everybody was just all about because uh, 2021 they came out with that rye too. Which um, is going to be a mainstay now, which we're going to get to that. But, yeah, so that was, uh, I just wanted to shout out some distilleries because I know some of their products did not make my list. And I just wanted to make known that I love Jack Daniels. (laughs) So, all right. These are my top five for 2023, man. So coming in at number five, just talked about them being in one of my top distilleries. It's going to be the Penelope Rio, the Honey Amberana Finish Bourbon at 98 proof, 
can't remember the age statement, but man, <sighs> having those two casks <laughs> married together was probably the best thing. And that's why I like Penelope, and I like this bottle, because they kind of are like trendsetters for some reason. Because once they came out with their Honey Amberana, everybody started to do it. Oh, we could do it too. They and did it first? Uh, honey, yeah, Honey oh, and honey, honey yeah, Amberana. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Starlight kind of put them on the game a little bit with their Amberana finish, but, you know, no one never did, like, two finishes compared with the... The Amberana. So that honey with the cinnamon mm-hmm. is just fantastic. And it was just something different. And the marketing for the bottle, the bottle was beautiful and the juice inside was great. <laughs> Coming in at number four, <clears throat> talked about this just a while ago with Dill. Hang on a second. Hold your thought. I'm having your number one pick. Oh, here. my number one. How do you I can feel about see it? why um, just the nose alone has got your signature. I wouldn't say signature, <laughs> but your favorite profile. Mm-hmm. It's got that high proof mm-hmm. thing that kind of disappears as soon as you lower it a certain amount. It, you don't smell that um, high high octane. I don't yeah. know how to describe that. The only thing that comes close to is a magic marker kind of thing going gotcha. because it's so high proof it's you have a feeling what like it might turns be into something else you know what profile I that saw what bottle you pulled out oh you did okay so i'm not gonna say <laughs> but i wish i didn't yeah I, I thought i hit it but oh well well you, i mean I, I know you probably know what it is but it's gonna be different as you can tell from the taste um coming in at number four jack daniels bearer proof rye um I know I just mentioned about the special release in 2021, but now this is going to be something that you're going to be able to see on the shelves. I never owned a bottle. I got to taste this at the bar when we were at Amon's, and it was great. So back to that point of that bourbon barrel proof that Jack Daniels has, I mean, sooner or later, I guess the rise would be findable too. So that's going to be a good product for like 60 to 70 bucks that you're going to enjoy that you could just find on the shelf every day, even though you can't find it now, but eventually mm-hmm. you will. And man, what a good ride, man. Mm-hmm. Gosh, so good. I, rem- I think I remember smelling it. Was mm-hmm. I with you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember smelling it. Coming in at number three, a lot of people may be surprised that this is not a number one since I'm so much of a fanboy. And Dylan Pearl already knows what I'm talking about. Coming in at number three, talking about the best Did master blender in the world. <laughs> but man, coming three. in at number three, 2XO oh. oh, Gem of okay. Kentucky. Yeah. Which one? Gem of Kentucky. Oh, the gem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Good blend by Dixon Detman. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be pretty much a one-of-one when he comes out with a gem of Kentucky every year because they're all single barrels. And he's the one who picks the single barrels. So you know you're going to get something special. You're not going to get something that he is not going to be happy with and then like, hey, I'm just going to put this in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, put a fancy label on yeah, it yeah, to yeah. get some interest. And, man, that that we gave that a pretty high rating. We gave all their stuff a high rating. And Rewind. I don't know how in the world that I forgot to mention 
his products that his came out this year. Best none of, none of them had had nothing to say about bad about any of them. They were he hit Yeah. He hit every single thing that you were looking for in a a good product that you're paying one hundred dollars for. You're right. And he also he understands which I, the hundred dollar range well. Yeah. And then the product that he has the the forty dollar lower product is just as good. It's like I don't know. I gotta get you to try that deal. The forty dollar product that he came out with. It, it's just so good. It's so well made. Hmm. He puts thought into his whiskey. And he wants everyone to have a good experience. So that's why I put him at number three. I would have had him at number one with the 2XO, Gem of Kentucky. But, man, it was so many killers out there yeah. in 2023. So coming in at number two, man, it's a tie. It's going to be a tie. It's going to be a 2A and a 2B. And I'm going to give... The 2A to Maker's Mark Cellar Aged. This is their first age statement product. I think it's a blend of 11 and 12 year. Mm. <sighs> Weeded whiskey. Mm-hmm. And man, beautiful. I beautiful bet. product. I bet. Never owned a bottle, had it at a bar. Now, a bottle that I did own that's 2B. Is Buffalo Trace once again with the Stag um, 23B. What a good product that Stag is. And man, I know I want George T. Stag, but it seems like you're not missing too much because the Stag Junior products, which they're not called Stag Junior anymore, seems like it could be on the same level as one of those high-end B-Tech um, series bottles. So that's why I put that at number two, B. And most of you probably know what my number one will be because it's been everyone else's number one for the year in the whiskey community. And it deserves to. It's going to be a Logic Craig Barrel Proof Batch C923. The first year that they had a 13-year and 7-month age stated. But get this. The reason why I love this one so much is because that is the youngest, probably, that they have in that blend. So there's some older stuff in there. I mean, this thing is almost 14 years old. Coming in at 133 proof that you don't Mm -hmm. even taste. So, what's your thoughts on that? Well, other than what you said before, yeah, yeah. Other than that, uh, it was too hot for me to drink straight. I had to put some water in it, but you know, I don't like it. I'm not about sixty percent. Yeah, drinking sixty percent stuff. So I had to water it down a little. And it didn't really lose much. Um, made it more palatable. Mm-hmm. I will say it, this. It's got that cherry. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have that Heaven Hill nutty profile, which I do like. But I don't get nuttiness from this. It's dry. 
I like that. And the, yeah. I think that's what I've always liked about Elijah Craig. Well, that's is it's that was kind of the bourbon that, you know, they say that Scotch drinkers like the most is yeah. the barrel proof um, Elijah Craig's. And because of its mineral quality and it's dry and I don't know, it's it's real similar to a a heavy, heavy, you know, cask strength uh aged scotch mm-hmm. that yeah. is not sweet and sugar coated with finishes but just pure spirit driven mm-hmm. i don't know i i can't say you're wrong that's for sure this is uh i would say that it's really good it, with my, all the, the elijah craigs i've had this is probably, probably the best yeah yeah and i had a lot of them <laughs> and there are some good ones but this is probably the best batch that they've made and the thing about it is this is what I'm worried about with Elijah Craig Bureau Proof? There's not one that I don't like, like the the one that they came out before this one, the B5, um, 23 or whatever it's called. I think they had like the 11 year age stated one. Everyone went up in arms about it because they're like, "You took the 12 year age statement off." Yeah, yeah. And everyone thought it was disgusting. I actually liked that one. Was it the best one I ever had? No. And that's the thing about Elijah Craig. Like, even though I like most of their batches that they come out with, they do have a tendency to be good, and then the next batch would come out, then it declines, and then it declines, then it goes up a little bit, and they're like, oh, okay. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is back, then it declines, and then it's just mid-level, like, oh, okay, it was good, but not as good as this batch or this batch or this batch. Mm-hmm. So my question is for Heaven and Hill, you made this banger, you can only, as a distillery, you should only go up from at this point. How, how can you go down? Right. That would be, and but that's what they've been doing, though, so... Because the next one will be eight, eight year, nine yeah, year. Yeah. It'll be. So. It'll probably be a 12 year age statement again, I will think. I don't know. But it's coming up soon. I mean, usually their new batches come out in January. You so. know, I watched a YouTube video on this this blend, and it was a comparing this blend to two other ones the C923? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this particular one to two other Elijah Craig barrel proofs. And it amazed me how different the three were. Yeah, it's crazy. And he did a blind test, so he didn't know for sure, but he goes, he's just describing what he's tasting and how different from one batch to the next day. Mm -hmm. And then how could you go from just, you know, it's good, it's okay, you know, to whiskey of the year, you know, everybody's raving about it. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. They got it right. Yeah, but they they thought that, they were losing their way. Like I said, when they yeah. came out with that B batch this year. And stopped the H statement. Yeah, it was like, started. oh, it's only 11 year. And they were like, what? 11 years old? Yeah. And then they weren't happy with it. Right. And it's a different profile, too. I get a lot of savory notes on that batch, which I wasn't mad at. But I was like, oh, man, this is not what I remember Elijah Craig to be. But there's a lot of people that said that the C923... It's not as good as the A123 that they came out with earlier in the year, which I never had that one. 
So I was like, are there just people that just want to be different <laughs> to make people mad? Like they refuse to like the C923 because everyone's hyped up about it. I, I can't be that person. It's got a, the, the, the development is like a, I know it is it's crazy. like a brontosaurus, you know, it's mm-hmm. like goes up and it just stays up for a long time and then it goes it's down incredible. for a long, long time. The mouthfeel, everything is like. Heaven Hill can't, they, I mean, they can't afford to go downhill, but why should they? These next three batches that are coming up have to be right on the same level or better than, because if you have a decline again, they're going to be like, not again, because that's all people are going to talk about. Like, you know what the best batch they made was C923, and that was 20 years ago. <laughs> it's like now they have some pressure now because... I'm expecting it now after you come out with this product. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta it's this when you're making everybody's list of top whiskey of the year, you know, that kind of stuff. It's hard to follow that with another something that's just a little worse. I mean, this just has everything that you asked for. The proof, uh-huh. like you said, someone like you that likes to water it down to get it to your level doesn't lose any character. A statement is great. Man, the finish is just... The finish just goes on for days, man. Yeah, yeah. It's just a That's beautiful made We're going to have product. to take a break in between oh, yeah, mine for sure. and yours because, first of all, we got to finish this. Yeah. And second of all, we got to cleanse our palate. This mm-hmm. is a... It's, it's just... Coating. Coat your mouth and, yeah, it just stays there. But I cannot... Almost like Szechuan peppercorn. Too, oh, yeah, yeah, numbing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mouth numbing. So the uh, the Szechuan that Dylan's referring to, the peppercorn is a dish that they make at a nearby Chinese restaurant that we go to, which is like probably the best Chinese oh. restaurant. It's made the Szechuan. list of number one in Wisconsin. Yeah. Szechuan peppercorn. Is. Yeah, it definitely has that. So when we were, I was going over this uh, top five list, I was like, oh, I thought it'd be a good idea for me to, since I do have a number one in my possession, it'll be nice for me and Dylan to try it and also review it at the same time while we're doing the list. Mm-hmm. So now we don't have to wait five months down the road and be like, hey, yeah, you remember my whiskey of the year four months ago? Yeah, we're going to review it. <laughs> but yeah, well, job done. I mean, there's so much other whiskeys out there. Like I said, the honorable mentions, like the Origin Series, the Ben Holidays, some of the Penelopes that I wanted on there, like their nine-year-aged product. And I know there's some more that I may be forgetting. Oh, Barrel. Barrel Bourbon Company, too. They're blending um, their batch. Yeah, some of their batches are great, too. Five-year product. So good. So good. It was a lot of good whiskey out there this year but the thing is that the people that were kind of killing it were the ones that were you know playing the game of you know you can find our product on the shelf like forget that allocated business even though some of those allocated ones did make my top five like penelope you couldn't hardly find (laughs) same thing with the jack daniels rye and Buffalo Trace, obviously. And this Elijah Craig was not 
easy to find either because for some reason I don't know why they weren't available like the other batches, but this one right here, you know, it's like Everybody pulling teeth. It. it was like pulling teeth to try to get one. So Yeah. But yeah, that's why that's my top five and those are my honorable mentions. Where'd you end up finding it? <laughs> Emily ordered ordered that thing online. Online, huh? Yeah. We couldn't find it anywhere. They said that so me and Diller are in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee said so they could not get a shipment for anything. Hmm. Then it started to drop in Madison. So Madison, I guess their distributors get stuff before Milwaukee, which is mind-boggling to me. But, okay. <laughs> and I think C923 just hit here in Milwaukee probably about two weeks ago. I talked to um, Paul at Discount Liquor. He said that he was only able to get three bottles and then soon as people got whiff of that those three bottles are gone instantly so not a lot of people got it kind of like the price of gas across the u.s you would think the gas prices in the middle of nowhere the hardest place to get to would be the most expensive exactly but yep. it's like the cheapest mm -hmm. and then you go to the chicago where it's the middle of the huge metropolitan area where they you know they have Gary, Indiana's right next door, and it's like so much more money. Mm hmm Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. All right. We'll take a break. Taking a break. Cleanse our palate. And then we'll get onto my list, which is guaranteed to make you upset. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Okay. Now, get your glass rinsed out. Oh, yeah. Good I'm, to go? Yeah, I'm good to go, man. Let me pour you a... All day, early day. This is one of my runners up. Hazelburn 10. Your runner up to first place or just, just like one, honorable one of mention? my... Well, I was Ooh. thinking about honorable mentions, and I'm like, Sweet. you know, all these things I'm, all these whiskeys I'm thinking about, they stuck out. I suppose I could have done honorable mention and then runners up, but none of the runners up were really runners up. They're all honorable mentions because the the one who won. It was like, oh yeah, this is this is the winner. I don't even need to think about it. This is the winner. Mm -hmm. And all the other ones are just runner honorable mentions. You know? It wasn't like, well, maybe it's this one, maybe it's the other. No. It was clear in my mind. So Hazelburn 10. Um, this whiskey is in... this. The reason why it is one of my honorable mentions here is because for what you get for what it is and for its price it is about as good as it gets in scotch i mean it is just it delivers across the board on flavor and character and you name it yeah, there's no the peat nose. no peat so this is a non-peated island because I, I, I know that exists, right? Not in Isla. It's Campbelltown. It's Springbank. Springbank makes this. 
which is an unpeated. It's called Hazelburn. But it is uh, in the Isla region. Right? No, Campbelltown. Oh. So let me go to the map. Let me go up here. Let me go. Uh, let me get my... This. There you go. No. All right, right? Here is Isla. Mm-hmm. That, that island. That's Isla. And over here is Campbelltown. It's up. Right in he, this nook, up in it's it's connected to the mainland. So you're telling me that Spring Bank does Isla, and then when they're in Campbelltown, Campbelltown, they change the name to Hazelburn or. Where is this is irritating? This map of mine. Hmm. Anyway, it is part of the lowlands, I guess they call it. Mm-hmm. I just, they just call it Campbelltown because it's a distinct part of Scotland that produces a distinct type of scotch. Anyway, Campbelltown, Springbank is definitely not part of Isla. But what you get here is let's see here's another thing i noticed it's 46 percent 10 year old single malt until filtered of course um but notice this is a 700 milliliter bottle and spring bank is too correct and this spring bank that I just bought the 15 and this 18. They're all 700 milliliters. I'm, notice, I'm noticing this more and more, which is, it's not sold as, it, was, it wasn't sold in the UK and then shipped here. It was meant for the European market, but somebody bought it and sold it here. Oh, gotcha. Which is kind of new and unusual that they keep doing this more and more. I see it more and more. Anyway, Springbank, there's a reason why we love Springbank so much. Okay. And this is, this kind of like showcases why they're so great. This Hazelburn 10. It's literally like $70 bottle. $70, $80 bottle, depending where, on where you buy it. Where did you, you find buy. this? Here? Um, no, I bought it at uh, Total, no, Total Wine. Storied Company. Oh, yeah, that's why. I think I might have bought a Storied Company. But uh, I've had, since I'm so into scotches, I've had a lot of scotches in that price range. Mm -hmm. This one delivers. Just delivers. When you were talking about, uh, we were just talking about the uh, Elberfeldy 21. Uh-huh. Not even close. No. To the Hazelburn, which is no. crazy. <laughs> so much flavor. There's just a lot of scotches in the 30 some $40 range that are just... Eh. And yeah. a lot of Japanese, too. Yeah. You gotta get up They're to just, the 70s. Eh. 
You gotta get into the 70s. But even... You can get into the 70s and you're like, that's good, but it's kind of like it's missing something. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not at the level I would think you would want to be at that price point. This one, you will not be disappointed with Hazelburn 10. Oh, no. Not at all. Man. And I like Pete. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the thing I like about the unpeated version here, Hazelburn, is it it really showcases Springbank's uh, flavor profile that it is big and bold and full flavored, and it just it's giving it it's giving you everything, mineral qualities, uh, the briny sea, earthy. You know, like you can almost taste like that musty rickhouse by mm-hmm. the right that's wet with the ocean water, you know. Wow, yeah, this is great. Okay. So this is one of my runners up. Not runners up. Honorable mention. Another one. Honorable mention, Tobermory, nine-year, cask strength, independently bottled. You haven't had it. It's, uh, I've had Tobermory 12, and it's great. And I was looking for Tobermory 12, and I stumbled upon this, cask strength nine, and I'm like, I like Tobermory. I've been wanting to buy a bottle of Tobermory recently. Mm -hmm. Let me try this. It's like 64%. I don't know. It's really high. It's really high. So cash strength. Yeah. And I'm like, I try it and it's like, it's right along the lines of this hazel burn. It delivers in every way. It's just, it's meant to be uh, presented at a higher proof like that. That that particular whiskey, uh, Tobermory. Just great. Spicy, dry, and I, although I'm not a huge fan of the spicy, dry aspect of whiskeys, this doesn't go over the top spicy, dry, like that uh, Scotch Malt Society whiskey I had at Amon's. Oh, yeah. That was just like intense spice that was just like, I can't think straight, I got my mouth full of spice, you know? <laughs> It yeah, wasn't it was like a spice that. Bone. It's not like that. It's it's just clo- it's cl- kind of close, but not even not that intense. So that's another one that stuck stuck in my mind is like, okay, this is this is so great, and it again, it was cheap. It was really cheap. It was like I don't know in the nineties, whatever the price was ninety ninety five bucks. Uh, independently bottled. Oh, it's by um, SB, which is Small Batch Whiskey Collection. So, in case you're wondering out there, that's that's the bottle I got. Alright, another one. This is what's gonna... This is... I mentioned, this is I, mentioned, feathers? I mentioned that you would be like... You're not going to like this. And there's two bourbons on this list. No, I take that back. There's three. 
So in your top three, I have. Or six, these are not in. Order. I have six honorable mentions, and three of them are bourbons. Believe it or not. J. Henry Bourbon. I have on this as one of my favorites because this year I was basically introduced to J. Henry and then I got to, you know, I bought a couple of bottles and you have a couple of bottles. I tried this, I tried that. And every time I try them, every time I buy another bottle and try them out, I love them more and more and more. Mm-hmm. I just, they're, they're good. They're awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I wrote down here that they have perfection and technique because what they're doing is it's just it's not just great it's great all the time like they don't produce bad stuff and it reminded me of like restaurants that peak you know like you've ever go to a chain restaurant where there was a day or a year I should say or you know a, a time of a year or a time frame where they were the best. Now I'm thinking of like um, P.F. Chang's like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. P.F. Chang's 15 years ago had items on their menu. It was just oh man, it lettuce great. wraps. It was just great. Now it's and P. now Chang's. it's like oh, okay. Uh, no, not my favorite and whatever. You know, it's like yeah. they changed their menu so much they got rid of mango chicken. Why? You know, it's like it was the best. That reminded me of what Jay Henry is doing right now. They are at their peak. And I hope they don't, like, 10 years from now, like, do a change for the worse and be like, oh, we got to come out with something. I, I personally think they haven't peaked yet. Probably not. Yeah. I think they still are going to just get better. <laughs> and their products are already amazing. Yeah. But, yeah. And they, they have... The infrastructure to just stay the course. Mm-hmm. They got that big barn. They got their systems in place to just keep it going, keep it rocking. Because it is. And for those people who don't know what we're talking about, if you can find it and you get it shipped to you, it's worth it. For that fifty-dollar bottle of J. Henry Bourbon, you're gonna you're gonna love it. Um, all right, another one. Now, this one Glen Allocky 15 year Scottish Virgin oh, Oak. Yeah, that is story time. Yeah, story company. Uh, rare as hen's teeth, he said it was. He's like, you're not gonna find this anywhere. First of all, the barrels were made from Scottish oak. So, <laughs> when you send me that picture, I have a odd feeling that Amon has that bottle because he has a pick could be could be but you go on um so they made very few barrels of these obviously because Scotland does not produce a lot of oak uh I wrote down here in my tasting notes it was one of the best 15 years I've ever tasted layered complex and cask forward so you really taste that Scottish oak Mm mm-hmm it's like the sh- star of the show. It was really good. But now I'm going on, you know, memories from four or five months ago, so it's hard to hard to tell. But I wrote it down here. 
as definite, well, the best 15 year I've ever tasted, which says a lot because that Springbank 15 was super good. And now we have 18, so can't wait for that. And then I started thinking, what am I thinking? 2XO Phoenix Blend. Um, I tried all the stuff you did. <laughs> we tried it together. And that Phoenix Blend just stood out as my favorite. And it was just so good. Yeah, just it, so it good. is, man. It's good. So I had to put that on here. I, all I wrote in my notes here was life <laughs> exclamation point. Okay. So I remember life. saying like it had like a vibrancy, you know, to mm -hmm. it. fresh fruits and like just explosions. So that was, that's an easy pick for me. Now here's another one that's going to upset you. Of all these bourbons, I'm sitting in this chair and you guys are like, man, he's bringing over all this stuff. And plus, Dylan gets to taste all this other stuff that Joel has that we don't even show on the podcast yet. Yet. And I've heard, and we talk about them sometimes, you yeah. know, like, oh, this and that. And I'm like, oh, they have yeah. this one. And I got some rare stuff. Yeah, you got a bunch of rare, rare stuff, stuff and I've tried, yeah. not all of it, but I've tried a good share of it. Mm -hmm. And... And yet, of all those, I picked Heaven Hill Six Year Green Label as one of my favorites. <laughs> was it Koi Hill? No. No. Uh, because I tried that this year, I think. No, that was that, that was last year. Was it last yeah. year? Was it any of those other ones that were like super rare? Hard to get, super expensive. I'm trying to remember no. what we reviewed this. I mean, I can't believe you don't have Gemma Kentucky on there, but you do have the Phoenix Blend. Got the Phoenix Blend because that's more my jam. That's just that is even though you my love, kind of bird. Even though you loved all the, all of it, you gave them yeah, high ratings. Yeah, I, they were all ninety and above. That was well, like the first time you ever did that. You did, gave a Phoenix ninety and above. You gave the Innkeeper's Batch, and then the, what was the other one? Huh. Jim in Kentucky, and then the other one is, oh shoot, I'm losing my way, guys. <laughs> but all four products that we have reviewed from 2XO, you gave it all 90s and up. Yeah. Yeah. And... That's because it's like um, Glendronic, Morlack, and the list goes on and on with these Edradour, mm -hmm. all these heavily sherried scotches. I appreciate and I understand, and I know why they're good. But doesn't mean I'm like, I. that's my number one yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah. Because I never go for like oh, I mean the I'm Heaven Hill for a Glendronic. The Heaven Hill six year green label is good. I mean it's a Kentucky only release, but yeah. For the price and I was just going get. through my memories and I'm like, how can I forget 
What was that? I had to look it up. Mm-hmm. What was that episode? I was ranting and raving about that green label whiskey you had that was like cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Super cheap. And I'm like, uh, so, and I think the price and availability, well, that's not available now. So that's the problem. But the, at the time, you bought that in Wisconsin. It no, like uh, Kentucky. Oh, okay. Yeah, someone got that for me. Somebody got it for you, but it, you thought it was like cheap. Yeah, it was. It's probably like fifteen bucks. And I've also had other Heaven Hill products, like their Seven Year bottled oh, and bond, great. And I'm always impressed. But for some reason, you know how when you're in at the at the moment, in the moment, you drink something and it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. And then you drink it back like you're on vacation somewhere with I, friends. I, I would honestly think that your profile is Heaven Hill. Probably. Because you like you like the fighting cock. You like that. The Evan Williams bottle and bond. You like that. Yeah. The green label you like. Yeah. The Heaven Hill bottle and bond seven year you like. You like Elijah yeah. Craig. Yeah. Barrel proof. And then you like the uh, Evan Williams um, single barrel. That... It was like an 86 proofer that's only Kentucky release only now. And you're in Is that the gray bot? It was like a gray label? Which, no. Which one was um, the gray label? You. It had like a wax top to it. Yeah. We, yeah. we just reviewed it yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. It was like a black wax wax top. And something else that Heaven Hill makes that I know that you like. Well, we haven't reviewed Larceny yet. Their weeded stuff. But so far, you've been... Uh, a Heaven and Hill lover. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is why I had to add it to the list, because it's just everything they do. And I guess that that Green Label one really was the, the exclamation point on it for me was uh, its price. Like, you got to be kidding me. So good for that price. It's just, I don't know. I went on, I remember going on and on about it, and you're like, all right. I mean, it's good, but it's not that good. All right, so moving on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wrote Heaven Hill six year green label. Perfect. <laughs> all right, so it's perfect. And my number one, and I hate to do this again. But it's it's almost a repeat of last year. It's a it's a very close repeat of last year. I had it at Storied Company. It's not easy to find. Compass box. It's Compass box Velicor. Yep. This I had a feeling. Uh, and it was on the level of like, this is how I want Scotch to be. This is. This is like what you, like musicians when they have this tone in their mind, but they can't actually hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just searching for that tone. You know, I'm trying to find this tone. It's like that with Scotch. And then you find it. And then you're like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. And Velicor was, was like that experience where it was, and I could tell just, I only had it once. 
that it was layers and complexity that I'm not even going to do it justice by trying to talk about it because you got it's the type of thing where you got to spend a whole bottle over years and years with it, tasting it here, giving it time, tasting it in the fall, giving it time, tasting it in the winter, giving it time, you know, where you can just kind of collectively over time gather an opinion and flavor notes. It was that much of an experience. So I just knew based on what I was tasting at the time that this is the type of whiskey that's just going to be, you know, just a, a complete rich experience. Mm -hmm. But here's what I wrote. Long finish, full mouthfeel, lightly peated, full flavor, complex layers of tobacco, leather, old books, and the list goes on and on and on. It's just so much going on with that whiskey. And uh, here I am making it my number one whiskey of the year and I don't have a bottle. I wish I did, but you know, sometimes experiences in whiskey oh, like yeah. that where yeah. you have it once at one mm -hmm. place and that's it. That's all you yeah. get. I know. Like that Maker's Mark Cellar Age. Maybe down the road I might find one. Who knows? But We'll see. But that's our 2023 mm -hmm. Whiskey of the Year list. And Compass Box Oh, they is, make if, I, if I did a distillery of the year, they're not a distillery, they're a blender. I get yeah. that. Yeah. They're Let's almost, just say comp yeah. Whiskey Company of the Year. Yeah. They'd yeah. be on my top five. They're like the 2XO of Scotland. Or yeah. Yeah. Absolute stars in the whiskey blending world. Independently bottled, blended. They're just doing it right. I, 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 I wish they, and I hope they would keep coming out with stuff like that. That is just, yes, it's expensive, but it's worth, worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Because there's so many times in Scotland, or in Scotch, that you see a price tag and you're always asking yourself is this worth it mm -hmm. you know and half the time it's not to be honest it's not worth $350 for a bottle of Springbank 18 just not mm. yeah I don't want to pay that which we didn't and we I did we both have bottles now <laughs> yeah yeah found some good deals yeah, I had some good success the last couple of weeks, though. Mm. You know, the whole Black Friday mm -hmm. week or whatever. So I got a stag. Yep. Got a Mitter's 10 Rye. Was able to get a Spring Bake 18. So, funny story. A um, couple of weeks ago, I found a Spring Bank 18. And some reason, I don't know why I was under the the impression that Dill already had one. Or should I say Dylan? I call him Dill. But he's been one at Springbank 18 for a while. And for some reason, I thought that he did get one. I was at a place that I've had three bottles. for the price I want to pay for it. It's always way yeah. marked up for $100 Great more. price. Great bargain. 
So I couldn't pass it up. So I bought one. And that was probably about two weeks ago. Okay, it was the night that me and Dylan FaceTime each other. I'm at home. He's at his place. And then I'm having some pours. And he sees the Spring Bank 18. And he's like, <laughs> whoa, where did you get that? And mm. I told him. He's like, how much? And I told him. He was like, oh, what? And I was like, yeah, that's why I got one. He was like, yeah, I don't have one. So we go to the place the next day. Gone. Gone. The regular liquor guy is not there. Which I have a feeling if he was, I think we would have got one. But the guy that was working at the time, he was like, Springbank 18? That's that's an allocated bottle. That's what he told Dylan. So He's like, if we had it, we'd be on the shelf. Or it'd be in the case if we had it. Yeah. And it was they were gone. gone. But you did walk away with the 15 at a yeah, good price. 15, which I'm happy with because I love the 15. And I just that's the kind of whiskey I always want to have on hand. Mm-hmm. As peated scotches go. So, my, me and my wife, a week later. So, we were there on a Sunday last, last week. So, this past Friday, I was like, you know what? Let me stop at this store because I have a good feeling, you know usually around the holiday time, because this is the the day of this episode that me and Dill are recording is Christmas Eve. So it's the Friday before Christmas Eve. Me and my wife go into the store, this and that, and something grabs my eye in the case, because I had a feeling that it might be some massive drops. Even though they did do a lottery, I didn't win it, but I'm like, okay, I know this place has something. Look in the case. First thing I locked eyes with was a Mithers 10 Rye that they put in there that is hard to get. But I already have that bottle. <laughs> and I walked away with the bottle as well, which I haven't told Dylan yet. The set, the second bottle that caught my eye was a Elijah Craig 18, which I bought. And then my wife was like, huh, look at that. I was like, what? 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 The Elijah Craig 18? I know. She's like, no, it's a Springbank 18 in there, too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shoot, Dylan. So my wife calls Dylan's wife. She didn't pick, pick up, but she probably saw the phone call, but she called Dylan right away. <laughs> so up. Dylan's wife was probably thinking, like, okay, it must be an emergency, which it was. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> And then we were able to walk away with a Elijah Craig 18 and also a Springbank 18. And I, I haven't even opened up the Elijah Craig. But now me and Dill have hmm. two Springbanks. I, I don't have a 15, but but the 18 is really good from Fresh Core Pop. But I know that it's just going to get better from there for with time. 700 milliliter. I'm not complaining, but we are in the U.S. Yeah. I'd like the 750 to come back. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to keep seeing all these 700 milliliters all over the place. Yeah, 700 milliliter doesn't bother me because I have so many bottles. So, yeah, 50 is a gap, but the ones that get me is those 375s. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. Can't have a night of pours of that. 
That'd be wasted, right. especially when one is like two hundred dollars. Yeah, which were reviewed. Like <laughs> our our least light episode that Rua. Oh right, that Scotch that was seven fifty or three three seven three Yeah, but so good, so good. Yeah. But yeah, so that was that was a nice story because we have talked about Spring Bay eighteen on this episode, but we never wanted to pay for the amount that it was. Right. And then somehow got a good deal and uh the deal was great. Couldn't I'm, pass up on it. I like a store that really can give you MSRP or, or you know, a fair price. Yeah. If not, I MSRP, wish I could that same store reasonable price. That same store had a lottery and I was kinda of disappointed in the lottery because of the pricing from that store. Because mm. I'm not gonna name drop. Mm-hmm. But they had a Pappy 15. I'm thinking like, oh, yeah. Probably like 150 or whatever. I think that Joker... Wait, before we end this... bucks. Something like that. I, I'm going to give you the list. I'm going to give you the list right now. <laughs> All right. This is what they had in the raffle. We got time here. I'm going to sp- speed it off. If we got five minutes. Still clicking. We're at 10. Uh, we're at 110. So all right, all right. Probably I, a minute or so. I left. got it. I got it. I got it. So, all right. Four Roses, 135th anniversary, 229. I'll pay that. Quantity, one bottle. Old Fitz bottle and bond, 10 year, 159.99. Quantity, one bottle. Pappy Van Winkle, 20 year, which I thought Whoa. would be a little bit cheaper than the 15. Just cheaper in general. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like 300 range for MSRP because this store usually does MSRP. $600. Mm. One bottle. Pappy mm. Van Winkle, 15 year. 500 mm-hmm. And I know a friend that got his for like 150 like mm-hmm. four years ago. Old Rip Van Winkle, 10 year. 229 I think I would have paid for that. Van Winkle, 12-year, 300. Van Winkle Reserve, 13-year, 300. Thomas H. Handy, Rye, 250. Blanton Straight from the Barrel, 200. And then Old Forrester Birthday, 12-year, 2023, 200. And as I read that list, um, Blanton Straight from the Barrel should have been in my top five because I forgot that I did have that at Amon's the same day that I had the Rye. But That's I forgot right. about right. I forgot you about did. it. So that was an honorable mention. That that part should have been in my top five because oh, I was. We ran out of time. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I was like that that no, that probably should have been there. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that bottle until I read it. I did have that this year, so I guess I will put that in a tie with the Jack Daniels Ray. There you have it. So let us know what you think about those prices. Too much, respectable. Or what? I can't see myself. $500, $600 for a bottle of bourbon? Anybody agree with our uh, runners-up? No. Let us know. <laughs> no, they hate it. <laughs> or our top pick? No, they Yours hate it. Yours is like, okay, yeah, that's obvious. Uh, Everybody's I, saying the same thing. They're going to agree with Elijah Craig. Yeah. But once I just fumbled the bag just now about the Blanton straight from the barrel, they were like, man, he put a Jack Daniels single barrel right before that? <laughs> I forgot that I had it. 
But yeah, I never but you have it. to go by what stands out in your mind. Yeah, and, what and stood that, out that stood out. Things. And the blatant stood out. I just forgot about it. I forgot that I had it this year. Sorry. All right, everybody. I know we took a, like a week off there, but... We took some weeks off. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> uh, we got this episode, and who knows what's going to happen. We haven't, we haven't really talked about what we're going to do coming up, but we are going to just plow through what we got i mean yeah. we're not, that's yeah. not going anywhere so and uh, that's that's my new year's resolution hmm. i'm not going to be buying as much man i have too yet. much stuff it will have to be <laughs> something that's like 